1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash spoken today.
0: Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to yet another episode of the Squash Mind Podcast series. I hope you're enjoying the output and what you're listening to in this uh in this in this format. Uh, as you can probably tell, I, I do love it to bits and just love getting very curious in the mind of people, athletes, players, coaches. So I'm welcoming to the show today Omar Abdul Aziz. He is coaching in Egypt. He is making some serious inroads into the coaching world. I knew him as a pro player. We had a few battles ourselves. And well, when I say battles, he uh, he pretty much beat me. <laughs> um, but great, great guy. Really intense player. Really passionate about the game. Really passionate about his coaching. And most notably working with Noran Goa and Kareem Abdel Gawad. There's a whole raft of other players that he's working with. He has just signed a big contract with Z Academy, which is a squash academy, and we talk about that in our conversation. And there's just so many different directions we go. As always, I, I try go down these rabbit holes with the players and coaches and try and get to the the nub of what makes mental toughness, what environment makes mental toughness, how we can cultivate it, what signs are exhibited within mental toughness and how how we notice these within the players. So he shares a lot of great insights. I I was sitting here just absorbing what he's talking about. Uh, Obviously he talks a lot about the Egyptian environment and how the environment itself is very conducive to mental toughness he talks at a million miles an hour as 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 I do so it's quite a quite a fast chat this one so I hope you can all keep up but he just shed some really good light he's a you know he's a deep thinker and I think a lot of the egyptian squash players exhibit this deep thought and this deep thinking it's a little bit different uh, what he says about what he believes talent is and we discuss the whole concept of talent towards the end of the show and i think you'll be pleasantly surprised that you know, we, we deem and we see these Egyptian players as unbelievably talented, but he he talks about what he believes talent is, talking about some of the juniors and how to cultivate different environments, how he deals with confidence with his, his players or setbacks and, and how to talk to players, how to adapt the coaching style to each individual player. So I think there's so many nuggets of wisdom that I've taken out of this conversation Hopefully, squash players that are listening, whether you're a coach or just an avid player or a junior, you can hopefully extract a lot of stuff from this. Really cool chat, I think. Really fun. We laugh a lot uh, between myself and Omar Abdul Aziz. Omar Abdul Aziz, welcome to the Squash Mind podcast series. It's been many
2: years since I've seen you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, man. Long time no see, and uh, I'm so happy to hear from you back. Ah, oh, thanks, man.
0: I know we, uh, we, we. I would say we had some battles, but you definitely got the better of me every time. You, you played too quick and too, <laughs> and too intense. Man. We had some <laughs>
2: serious battles. Yeah, I remember.
0: <laughs> I remember the first one was at Swiss Open final. I think that was the first one we had, wasn't it? Where you won the Swiss Open. Really? Finals. Yes, yeah.
2: yes, 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 yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a five k tournament that uh, play that like having uh, 50 players yes yeah, right no, it, was, it was huge it was like two two
0: matches per day for like six days in a row it was like almost <laughs> <two guys. laughs> yes uh, that's, the, that, that's the mental toughness <laughs> hey that's going to lead us into our conversation today amazingly but listen i think a really good place to start is to bring the people listening up to speed with with your latest bit of good news you've recently been signed as the squash director of zed academy or zed academy yes, can yes, you talk yes. to us about this
2: Yes, uh, Zed, uh, we have something uh, new concept in Egypt, which uh, which, which, the co- which the company I signed with, which it's uh, Zed uh, Egypt, it's called Zed Egypt. Zed Egypt is interested to raise young kids at the beginning to compete on uh, the league under 11, and in two years, they're doing like a movie or something like this from when the kids are coming in up till they are competing in the local tournaments and in the local league. And then uh, maybe one day they see them on the British Open or the US Open. And this movie, they're going to use it as a marketing for the place that uh, they don't—they are not interested to have like a series champions at the moment. Mm-hmm. They just want to raise champions from the origin of the place, which is uh, a new adventure for me. Nice. <laughs> I'm going the, the other direction now. Yeah! Uh, wow, that sounds sounds interesting. What, what else? Having, can you tell us about it. Yes, having having the same having my same players, my same top players, I have six PSA players, uh, alongside with the, with my new job as a squash director of ZED. Uh, they have a good facility in um, east east of Cairo and west of Cairo. Uh, the east uh, in twelve months is going to be ready. Now the west is ready, with the three courts and the glass court over there. And uh, I'm happy and um, I'm excited.
0: That's amazing, man! And listen, I, I just before we started recording, I've, I've watched your coaching career blossom. You know, you, you you've made some really amazing inroads in, into the coaching world in Egypt, and you know, watching you from a distance, it looks amazing. So, um, can you can you talk us about your coaching journey and and maybe your ideas and some of your philosophies around your coaching? What, what's going on there?
2: Uh, I, actually, as you know, I was a player, I was a PSA player for ten years. Or 12 years and then uh, I finished this while I'm finishing my career, uh, I was interested, uh, I was invited by the Egyptian Squash Federation uh, to travel to Poland uh, with the juniors under 19. I was lucky to do this and uh, I went them uh, to the tournament and actually I found the people, the guys are winning as usual <laughs> in, uh, in this tournament and I got interested to, uh, to have two, uh, two kids at that moment. Which were which a guy called Gawarhi and guy, the guy called uh, Solomon. Solomon is still yeah. playing now.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. And I started. I found it interesting. And then I had Um uh, uh, I uh, I played Hong Kong and as a coach. And uh, Noran was playing as a player. Mm-hmm. Actually, I lost in the first round, in the main draw, and she went to the quarterfinal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she so
0: did better and, than the coach.
2: She, always, know, so, yeah. she was just. Sixteen or something like this. Amazing! <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that day I told her, next time I'm coming here, I'm coaching you. I'm not going <laughs> to compete here. <laughs> oh, brilliant, man! And and and
0: so 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 what what interests you about the coaching? Because because you look very passionate about it. You were very passionate player. Remember, obviously, we played and and you you came across that you just love the game. But what what have you brought
2: into your coaching from your playing days? Listen, uh, at the beginning, I was lucky. That uh, uh, you uh, you plant a seed, you fire, you grow a tree. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, not 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 all the jobs. Like this. I've I've seen so many. People trying to, to coach people, but it's not easy to put them at the top level. Mm. I was lucky to to have this. I, I coach a guy under 15. He wins the British Open Juniors. You know what I mean? Like I go, I coach a couple of girls in under 17. I'm in the final of the World Open. You know, so it's it's. Uh, I was so passionate about this that I think that that was the key that mm. made me um, do more effort. Mm-hmm. that I can do effort and I see the result mm-hmm. and not all the jobs like this and not all the the work like this. You can keep working and working and you find the result later and it comes through another way or another direction that uh, mm-hmm. not the one you mean and you're still working hard for what you love. But I was lucky to have what I love is what I, I, I found the results. Yeah. And from here, I started to grow uh, on this career. I was so passionate. I, I think that that made me more more hungry for this
0: yeah no you can definitely see that i think um you know yes being in the right place at the right time helps but i also think you make your own luck as well like i think yes. with the passion and the way you think about things yes, definitely a perfect environment but you've also got to like you said you plant the seed and, and that environment needs to grow and it sounds like you've done a great job of that so far and it's only going to get better i
2: think yes uh, uh what i mean um uh, what i want to say here is uh I'm coming from a uh, from lot of experience as well as a squash uh, player uh, that who loves to coach. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's not always like you find a, a, a passionate squash player that he loves to coach. Yeah. You know, and when you find this, uh, then this, uh, this mixture uh, and the, or this combination, uh, you go there. You go, you go, you go where you want. Yeah. Especially if every time I go on court, I want to prove to the guys that we can do better. Every time I go on court, I have to add something. Mm. And uh, and from here, after a couple of years, I had a little, a small name, a small, <laughs> a small name on the market. Uh, after a couple of years, so I carried this name to get it better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, any I I play with a girl, like small girl in the club. I was a squash director I was a technical director in Wadi Degla for four years. It's the biggest squash entity in the world, I'm telling you. We go uh, we go for a local tournament with 80 players. Wow. Eighty tournament players. Wow, they can, play. they can play best of five games from under eleven to under nineteen. <laughs> it has a girls it has the girls that win the tournament under eleven and it has Ranim and Moran and Ali and Mazen. You know amazing. what I mean? Uh, this place is amazing. Wow. Uh, it rides you It rides you crazy. You learn a lot. You see everything. You see the yeah. kids, the passion of the kids, that they see the top players since day one. Mm. I want to be here. And... Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely something I want to explore
0: with you in this conversation is is the environment that 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 gets created to create mental toughness. And, and you know, you just look at the junior rankings, you look at the world rankings, Egypt's dominating. And, and I want to talk about that in a little bit. But just before I get that to that, I, you know, looking at you as an individual, what do you want, what do you want the players to know about you before they come and work with you? So so you as a coach, how do you like to be perceived as a coach? If, if someone new wants to come to you, what, what, what do you want them to know about you?
2: um uh, passionate hard worker yeah uh whatever uh, whatever whatever the effort you're gonna put is gonna come back to you you mm-hmm. beat 90 percent, you're gonna get 90 percent wow. or less you <laughs> put 100 you're gonna get 100 or less mm-hmm. not more you know what i mean of course it's all about uh it's all about how you put how you think how you how you study your opponents I'm, mm. I was lucky I played with a lot of players that playing with my players now, as well. Mm. So I've, I'm watching and watching and learning. And, uh, uh, I believe in, you have to keep trying. And, the, and if, if, if you want to say something, introduce myself to my players is it's, we're going to work hard. We're going to see, uh, what's good we have and mm. we make it perfect. What's bad. Or not good we don't have or we have and we make it just better mm. you know what I mean No, yeah it's, it's great great yeah. philosophy that and, and you can
0: see it comes yeah. through in, in your work and other Egyptian players and what I'm, I'm quite curious about and I want to hear your opinion on this is when you look at the Egyptian players obviously there's lots of talent and, and amazing but I actually think the Egyptian players know themselves they know themselves really really well they, they've got this deep thinking brain on them I, I think and that's why I wanted to talk to you today about a coach talking about the way Egyptians think. Can you expand on that? What do
2: you think the philosophy is why Egyptian players are deep thinkers? Uh, the environment, as you said. Mm. They came up uh, I, when I was young or uh, when the, my generation or, or the older generation of Darwish and Shabana and Burulosi and these people, all of us, was none excluding one. <laughs> we played the local tournaments in Different situation, Eight, 9 a.m. in the morning in a weird court <laughs> with a very strange referee and uh, your parents is outside waiting for you and you have to win. And this is the first round of a draw under 13 or under 11 with a draw of 128 players <laughs> and you have to come through and you have a winner. Definitely, this winner is going to be the world champion. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> like with no doubts and this and these people who lose at the first round they have a physical fitness coach under 11 years wow they have two coaches at the club they have a private coach it's like it's like a small team for a young kid like 11 years old yeah. and it comes from here it's the environment mm. yeah no i think I, you... so they they came up i'm sorry to uh, to interrupt you but they came up uh when you have a champion of this, they came up how to play the game, really, seriously. Mm-hmm. They know how to play the game. This, this is the key. You can find like a player, I don't want to say from where, or something not to be offen- offensive, but a very good technique who's yeah. doing a solo like amazing, warming up, uh, doing amazing stretching, eating properly, sleeping early, uh, and doing everything. And you came up with an Egyptian who knows what to do and when to do and how to do in one point. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's a different direction. At the end of the day, you have to do the, the other things, the proper things, the basic things. But the, the origin is they have something in the game. Mm-hmm. They know how to play the game. Mm. You know what I mean? They have to how to, how to win points, how to, uh, y- you play like boost drive. Mm-hmm. They do boost drive, but on the game, they know when to use this and how to use this and what the time to use this. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, that, that for me is the most
0: interesting bit. I think I, I can almost liken it to, you know, in, in Brazil, the footballers playing football in the favelas, you know, like like learning as they play. Yes, you yes. Keep yes.
2: <laughs> you keep doing tactics, tactics, and uh, and you're doing statistics and everything and looking at the computer and all that, but they know how, mm. wh- what is this game made of? Mm. you know what i
0: mean yeah well it's yes playing playing that right shot at that right moment in that situation whereas you could you could have a perfect training environment say in england like the court is perfect as you said the, the sleeping nutrition physio is perfect but like you said, like, like where where is that decision under pressure being made? Like, can that player make that decision under pressure? Like I said, first round of 128 person draw. Exactly. It comes from here.
2: This is the key. This is the source of, yeah. of uh, to find uh, Gawad or to find Chabana or to find the uh, top player. It comes from here. Mm. He That's- knows this since he was young.
0: He knows it. <laughs> this is this is awesome. This is the kind of conversation I was hoping we we're gonna have because it's it, it's just so great to yes. know what's happening. And so, but I'm yeah. curious in in how you can then you know prepare your players for that because yes, it's great that you've got this there's massive pressure and everything is really difficult, but obviously, like how do you get in the mind of the player to try get them to cope with that? What what what's what suggestions do you have?
2: Uh, Listen, it's it's it differs from one to another, but the thing is the common thing is uh, who you dealing with. Is it a top player? Is it still a junior player? The top player, how to uh, to give him an advice or uh, an info, and how many of them during a match or Mm. before the match? You know what I mean? Uh, If a junior, you know the capacity of the information that you're gonna give him. If he's a top player, uh, you can find a talented junior that he doesn't accept that much. Yeah, you know, and you find a hard worker, uh, top player that he keep listening to till the end. I have both types, okay. the juniors and seniors. But so it differs, and you learn from here. You mm. learn how to be a mental, uh, a mental coach as well while you are working. You know what I mean? Like uh, oh, for example, uh, when I deal with Gohar. It's not how I deal with Mazin or, or Gawad, mm-hmm. you know. Nuran, uh, still, uh, Nuran is passionate. She listens to uh, every, every single uh, advice. Uh, Gawad listens, but he uh, keeps thinking about it, how he's going to do it. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Mazin listens and take what he wants. <laughs> and he tells you, oh, Omar, I don't think this is going to work. Mm-hmm. All this is a mental, is a mental uh, you learn with the player. You know what I mean? but So you, it's it's actually like um, 50-50. It's your role that you're going to implement what you want as a coach, but there is a 50% how you're going to give this to different type of players.
0: That's, it's, hearing you say that is, is so powerful because I think a lot of coaches think they know the right idea. But like you're saying, it's about your communication skills to each individual person is more, is, is as important as the knowledge, would you say?
2: Exactly, exactly. I have, we can say like something uh, defaulted, you mm. and me accepting it. And if you get five coaches, they will say the same, but you can not give it to three, three types of players. Yeah, You can't, you, you can't. You know what I mean? And when, if it's a preseason, I can add something. If it's uh, not a preseason, I can add Gawad. During the tournament, we add things. During the tournament. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, Nuran, wow, that's amazing. Nuran improves from the first round to the final. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't perform first round like the semi-final. No. Uh, I'm telling them, we don't need to have this first impression, like, wow, this is my philosophy. Mm-hmm. No, just win the match, know what's happening, and let's see tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, um, next day. Uh, oh, this, uh, we're playing another player, different type of player. Uh, he's, uh, he attacks, let's adapt, get, get some points from his, wh- while he's playing his own game, get some points of this and play your own game. Oh, mm-hmm. we're in the second round, next round. So it's about uh, top players is different. Mm-hmm. It's not about I'm coming to win the tournament, and I'm uh, I'm solid. And, no, 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 no. You <laughs> need to be very flexible, very flexible, with what's happening, and the top player. I'm telling you, top player who the one who wins, and the good days and the bad days. Mm. Well, you you summarized it there. I think I think that word you said flexible
0: is so key. I think there's a lot of people who have a quite a regimented way of approaching things. But that's why I say Egyptian players seem like they are deep thinkers. They know themselves, because they can flex and mold a little bit. Um, and yeah, it sounds like you're doing a great job with it. I'm actually curious to stay with Norhan for a little bit because you know, she burst onto the scene, amazing, changed the game and, and accelerated it. Then there was that little dip, you know, where it went down and looked like she was doubting herself. And then she came back so strong again and like now looking amazing. Can you talk us through that journey, especially like sure. the dip, the dip, and then how how you helped to come out of that dip to the place she is now? Sure, uh,
2: you got. Uh, we have a history of the world champions, world junior champions. You win the world junior champion Darwish, top ten. Mm-hmm. Shurbagi to the top ten. Uh, Gohar, to the top ten. Sherbini to the top ten. We have this story in Egypt mm-hmm. that when you win the world champion junior champions, you go through the top 10. Nuran reached world number two, which mm. was a little bit of wow, like extremely uh, well. Uh, what happened is from a point of view, she had a type of game at that time that it's so good when you can't break it and it's so bad when you break it. <laughs> yep, I saw that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we kept working, uh, we kept working, on what's very good she's doing and make it adaptable like mm. when someone break it i can i can make it like a wave mm. uh, i go up and down with it and i come back to what i want i don't have to come back to 100 percent. i come back to 90 percent, 80 percent of it and it took us like one year it took us like seven eight months mm. uh, we start to use the to use a height with neuron to let her use a height for example on the on the front wall It took us a lot of time. And here it comes to me like uh, when you solve a problem in a squash, I know this is not the thing that we're talking about, but it's an info inside what we're doing. Like um, when you solve a problem as a coach, you see the problem, uh, you go to do it with the player and you take it to the next level. You -hmm. make the player do it. Step two, you make the player do it with his colleague in a routine step 3 you take it if he improved it or she improved it you take step 3 to a conditional game mm-hmm. that you create and then final step is to take it to the normal game if you were losing five or six points because for example you're slow at the for example you're slow at the, the front corners mm-hmm. you found the key Every, all the coaches say the conclusion and mm-hmm. they don't go to the source
0: yeah, you don't go through you those know? steps, yeah.
2: Oh, this guy is so slow in the front. Okay, what's it? There is Maybe, for example, there are two reasons. He can't watch properly mm-hmm. the ball the whole way, <laughs> that moving to the front corner and coming back yeah. this one direction. And this leads you to another one, which is, for example, his ball at the back corner is a little bit high,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? So the player's goal has so many options. They can attack him, he can't see his and from here, you start, to, you, start, you start to do routines with the guy to adjust the timing to do a proper shot. And mm. then move forward with the sequence I told you about till you reach the normal gains. Mm. If, if, you, if, you, if you move with this and your player was losing five, six points because of this and you made him lose three points, you succeed. Yeah, that's, that's that's big, yeah. Well, it was going to lead me on to my next question,
0: but you might have almost answered it there, is how do you get the, the players to think for themselves? So, yes, you're the coach and, and need to help them, but how do you ultimately get them to execute
2: that skill under pressure? Can you expand on that? Yes, I'm telling you, I say the best players who have the self-coaching. Mm-hmm. Like when you tell me what's the advantage of uh, the big motor buggy, I tell you he doesn't need to go out of court after the first game and adapt the next, and, and and wait for the coaching and implement the next game no mm-hmm. he knows now this guy is slowing down mm-hmm. this guy is making fast this guy is uh, blocking me this guy is attacking he knows while while the game is on mm-hmm. he knows what's happening he's a fast learner he, he learns quickly in the moment he learns quickly mm-hmm. and uh, it's not learning it's a self coaching mm-hmm. He he knows what's hurting, what's gonna hurt him, and and he understands. understand another player, but not the top ones. I'm telling you, another player is ah, oh, I can go out of this trip, of this trap. I need, what do I need to change? Mm. No, he knows what to change and he implement. Mm. That's the top players. It's the same when you have a critical point in a big match, big points. How do people adapt? Ah. Oh. It's a situation that you have been through, definitely, an experience that you have been through, and you implement from here, and and you keep acting from here. And mm-hmm. another guy who gives the order immediately, relaxed, aggressive. It's 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 a very tough, yeah. it's a very tough uh, combination. Yeah, relaxed, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yes, relaxed, aggressive, and you know the decision. Mm-hmm. So that's what, as a coach, try to teach them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Try to deliver
2: to them. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you you
0: you're speaking exactly what, what I'm thinking here because um I'm not sure if you're aware the, the New Zealand All Blacks, the rugby team that like best yes. rugby team ever, they whenever they choose their players for training camps and squads, they don't look for the most talented player, they look for the player that learns the quickest. So they want players yes. who can adapt in the moment. So even if someone is more talented now, they want the player to learn to adapt. And it sounds like you you like that philosophy as well, yeah. Exactly,
2: exactly. It's about it's about who's gonna who is going to listen mm-hmm. and then he create uh, he 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 does you know not me uh, all That's the right. time i'm telling them guys you're going inside i'm outside <laughs> i'm not there yeah the battle is inside i'm not here you know what i mean and oh, uh, for example in together? this situation i'm sorry in this situation uh, i'm going to ask you a question what's the difference between a final of a platinum tournament, a world series tournament, and the two opponents, for example, is Ali Farag and Gawad. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? So what's the question? If someone, what's different? What what's gonna happen differently? Like, uh, Gawad, you gonna? What's the coach? is gonna do? Mm. He's gonna say? Well, he's gonna say? Oh, Gawad is not do. He's not fast. No chance. <laughs> Ali is not fit. No chance. The both is in the final yeah. of a world open they have beaten world number two and three and four and five and six and seven, and it's the highest level that who's gonna win p- at that day who's hmm. gonna win at that day
0: well yeah it's the person who can I would say who can adapt the most to the conditions the the person who is most adaptable I think that's and the person like we talk about the person that can think in the moment and, and, and see signs and spot spot something that's changing do they need more variation do they need more pace do exactly. they need to it? extend the rallies i think exactly. yeah no no coach the, the one who is
2: aware of what's happening yeah the one who sees the things small not big yeah someone so- sees the things big oh it's a big event no the one who sees the things smaller
0: mm.
2: the one who is aware of the referee of the audience of the opponent the one who know, who see the details Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. That's you know what cool. I mean? I like that's that. that's that's like the that. that, yes the one that that's the one who's closer to the to the win. Mm-hmm. You know no, totally. Yes, the one who sees things uh, simple, who, who's warming up and see oh this is nothing. This is okay. I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm here. Yeah. I'm not stressed. I'm here. I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm here because I deserve to be here. You know what I mean? This, the, the one who talks to himself, not positively like they write in the books, but who is seriously wants to play. Mm-hmm. He wants to go on court and play. Mm-hmm. Not the one who's, oh, um, um, uh, this guy is good at this. This guy is not good at this. No, 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 no. At that time, there is no that. Yeah. It's a small details that lead you to be sharp, that lead you to move well, that move to your mental. Mm. it's three
0: steps you know that, what i mean that reminds me um, i i don't know if you've heard him say it i i was lucky enough to chat with muhammad Shabagi on, on one of the previous shows and yep. he says he loves to watch the interviews of the players after the match he's about to play and he actually studies the words that the players say in the interviews so he can start to think about how he's going to play i thought that's such attention to detail so details So small, Small but so powerful. Like when he said that, I was like, that's amazing. That's so cool. Yes, you
2: you keep following the the very small details. And this is very smart of him. Yeah. He's one of the smartest The tour. And lately he's so smart and he does, he works on small things.
0: Yeah, I, I totally get that. It was, it was amazing to hear him say that. So how, how do you cultivate this in your players then? What, like if they're in their training environment so they're with you and they're working with you, how do you cultivate these very important things that we agree on, you know, mental toughness, adaptability, coaching themselves? What methods have you tried that you think work in regard to helping that in their mind? Sorry, I didn't get it. Sorry. Uh, so the, the, you know what 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 are you doing within your training environment to try get the players to coach themselves to think for themselves to try to be adaptable? Is there certain
2: sessions you do, or the way yes you to them how do, how do yes we do? Listen in Egypt here we follow. I think a lot of players said this before. We follow the policy that in the morning you do routines with your coach, or either with another colleague, mm-hmm. and you do the fitness before or after uh evening session we do games three or four times a week it depends on what what you're planning with your fitness like this curve what you're planning uh if you have a tough fitness session at night you don't do it and next day you do the the next day evening if you don't have a tough session in the morning you do the the games so during the games my policy is most of the time i don't coach okay uh, before the game, I just say, go, and we worked on this. Remember, we worked on this the last couple of days. We're trying to do this and that and that, that. and then he lose the first game. I don't go for him. Usually, the other, the other guy he has his coach, and they're doing it normally. I let him, I tell him, man, adapt and solve. Nice. That's Absolutely. my coaching, adapt and solve. What's happening? I don't know. I don't know what's happening, and then he might be too loved down. Then I tell him one more thing, not to lose the day, not not more or less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I tell him one more thing. Uh, for example, uh, you're always, he's always in front of you. For example, and then I leave. I don't say what to do. I say what's happening. Nice. You know what I mean? That's I just what say means. what's happening, not what to do.
0: So you 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 take your hands off a little bit, then you go right. I'm, my hands are yes. off. Yes, Lot of lots of time. Lots of time. You have to drive. <laughs> it's it's your. Lots of time. Yes,
2: I. The engine. The, the car is on. The engine is on. <laughs> get the wheels <laughs> going, you know. But uh, yeah. this is the policy, and uh, one of the policies, talking too much as well. I believe in this giving so much details to the top players. from mm. my from point of view, and when he only asks. Mm-hmm. But like, not, don't give him too much info, too much info, especially when the session is on. Mm. When I'm doing my session, I don't like to stop a lot and talk, stop a lot and talk. No, let I like to have a rhythm and a good timing. And once he asks, we stop and then we go again. And he, and they know. Mm. I don't want to stop. Just have have your own timing, get inside and don't talk a lot. And then we find, while, when we finish this routine and going to the another one, you can ask whatever you want. Even if we are talking about a plan or something or a tactic on court or something, we can talk a little bit more.
0: I see, yeah. That's awesome. That's great to hear because I think sometimes it's um, it's tempting for a coach or maybe a coach that doesn't have the confidence to try and show their knowledge because they go, hey, I'm the coach. I've got to show you my knowledge. But that can, that can be the most damaging thing for a player, can't it? If, if you are the coach trying to just tell him what to do the whole time because you want to sound good and sound clever. Sorry? You want what? So, I was saying like, like as, as a coach, it's sometimes very tempting to show that you have got a lot of knowledge. So you, you yes. then say, Hey, yes. It rides you. It rides you nowhere. Yeah. It
2: takes you nowhere. <laughs> when you're no. going to give someone like 10, 10 info or something, it takes nothing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, just step by step. And it, it, it also depends on the type of players. Especially, especially you can do all this with the juniors. You can still have a shape of the coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can shape him. You can make him have your own shape or nearly your own way of thinking. I see, yeah. But as a top player, you have to, to be smart. Mm. You have to be smart you have you do your own philosophy but you have to listen to him properly to have what you want you know otherwise you will not have what you want
0: yeah I totally listen it sounds like you I, I said that egyptian players are deep thinkers but hearing you as a coach you sound like a very deep thinker you've got some really good things going on in your mind which you know me here is listening and it's just getting motivated hearing you but i'm curious to know when when you see a player struggling with confidence how do you try and help them to to gain that confidence back?
2: Uh, uh, we were talking about gohar you remember mm-hmm. Before, uh, it 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 happened the same uh, the The game was broken she she lost the confidence uh, we started to have this uh, condition this type of this strategy mm-hmm. of improvement and then she started to do it on uh, the preseason on the normal games, she's improving so much. She's beating literally everyone. And then we moved, we moved to the, the serious stuff on the season for the matches. She got a knee injury yep. that she pulled out from uh, the, the, the tournament in uh, Netherlands. I don't remember the name. This dp DPD yes, right. And she pulled out and she was going to be out of the, to treat her knee. And she's going to be out of the top eight. Mm. Because after she was already going down, mm-hmm. and uh, and after this, uh, she, I, she decided to go to the DPD. I told her no chance, mm-hmm. and she didn't go. And actually, she played. After two weeks, she played. The, she went to the final of the El Guna mm-hmm. and from now on, she was there. So in a squash match, in the squash, or I think in the individual individual sports. It's all match. It's all match to break through. Okay. You know so what I mean? Talk, talk more about that. What do you mean? Like, like sorry, I think you didn't get it. No, uh, no, no. I want to hear more though. Yes, like, like, you know where you are. You know where you are, but actually you cannot do it in a serious tournament or in an uh, official match. But actually you know where you are. So you keep telling her that you are here, mm-hmm. uh, and you prove this through games mm. in the training and games, and uh, and you give her the confidence. Uh, you give her the confidence from uh, uh, from another things around the squash, your personality, uh, your way of uh, life. Uh, uh, you have a stable life. You're doing a great job. Uh, you're having. Uh, you came early before the training to warm up. You start to talk about things around, nice. And then w- once you have a one good win, one good win, you have all the reward of what you have worked.
0: Yeah, I see. Yeah, so it's like a bit of a domino effect. Like as soon as that one good win happens,
2: it can knock lots of other things into place. But I I believe in this. If you are working properly, yes. If you are coming from, if you are coming from a city from a proper plan, mm-hmm. it's not like oh one match or the player that was injured. Or the player were waiting. No, you're coming for a serious plan. And you like, I remember uh, Nooran, she lost uh, in Egypt to uh, before the peak, she lost in black ball from uh, Ranim. Ranim was unbeatable at that time, yeah. She lost 3 2, 16 14, the famous match in black ball. Mm-hmm. This one with uh, a lot of necks at the end uh, of the match and the tie break, <laughs>
0: yeah. I remember, and that. she
2: lost at that day. And actually after this, she went to the world number one. I know. <laughs> I know. Amazing. Next time, next time, uh, I I think next time, next time in the British Open, she beat She she won the British Open. Mm-hmm. She beat Ranim in the quarters three love, and then the, she breaks, uh, <coughs> it breaks through. Yeah. So it sounds like you were
0: you were instilling a lot of self belief around the, the training and around the environment. So then, when that one match happened, you know, you, you were sticking to the process. You, you
2: trusted in the process, and you kept on that process. Yep. I always say there is always a bigger image.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: always tell them <laughs> when we lose a match, when we lose uh, something uh, like uh, uh, there is always tomorrow. There is a new chance tomorrow. I'm sure. There's yeah. a new chance tomorrow, especially if you know the problem is if you don't know why you lost. This is the big problem. Mm. If you know reasons that why, we, why you lost or why you, you didn't do good or so, there is always a bigger image. There is a life. There is something to do. And sometimes when you, um, when you break down, you learn more things. Yeah. You see different yeah. perspectives. It's all about life. You, you meet people. Sometimes you're injured. So you go to a training uh, center or, or rehab center. You meet new people. You see the people struggling more than you. And you start to help them. Uh, you're in different environment. You forget about the tour. You don't know what what's your uh, competitors doing. And when you come back, actually, to compete, it's, it, it makes you smarter. It makes yeah. you have a bigger image. Uh, I met people. I see different things in life.
0: You know what I mean? I think that's really powerful. It's something that, yeah, it's important what we do. We love our squash and we love to play and we, we want to be number ones and the players we work with want to be world number one. But there's bigger life, isn't there? There's bigger things out there and there's... That helps there's, you. Yeah, perspective.
2: Yes, the perspective. It helps you when you see things wider and uh, you meet people and you start... Uh, there's people doing other things. I know where is my passion. I know where is my hunger is. I know everything. But hey... It's, uh, I need to see things. I need to know what's happening. And sometimes when you get back from injury, it helps you. Mm. It makes things like uh, simpler. And uh... there's one thing you just said there that I want to
0: pick up on. You talked about, and it maybe links to what you said in the past, about the idea of um, if you don't know why you've lost, that's the problem. Um, That sounds like you... Again, you want to make sure the player is their own coach. If they can analyze themselves and think about things themselves. So is that something you always try to get your players to do is, is understand
2: why they had that loss? Uh, uh, here you go to the world of blaming. Like, mm. I'm going to blame myself mm-hmm. or I'm going to pl- blame the process or I'm going to blame the coach. Mm. or I'm gonna No. Top player uh, or, the, or, or the one who has the potential to be a top player has to be a uh, self-solver. He has to, to solve for himself and think about, even if he's going to change the coach, he has to, to be thinking properly and know, uh, and know where, where he wants to go. Like, for example, if you, if you lost a big match, like 3-0, and, uh, and you're waiting for this match and uh, up for it, and you lost 3-0 easy, and you go out of court, why lost? oh, not at that stage, not at that level.
0: Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why a
2: loss is not at that level. I can give you the, the, the problem is losing has 100 reasons. Winning has zero reasons, even, <laughs> even if you were much ball down. Yeah, you know? no, I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, like, like when you win at the end, you, you don't analyze all these problems. Because oh you 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 say at the end oh I know how to adapt and I won yeah at least exactly you will say this you know I have a mental I was mentally strong and I won and actually it does a much worse but so flip up a coin <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> know okay. so you have to know what you, where you want to go and 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 the reasons of of losing I, I think so yeah as a player I, and as a coach yeah no you and you... the relationship the relationship here has to be clear and straightforward like. As a coach, I'm, I believe that I'm always number two. I'm not number one. The player is number one. Mm. I I I'm number two. To be maybe maybe believing this makes you good at, you, at what you do yeah. with your with your competitor as a coach. Yeah. You know? but, but but I believe is I'm number two. He can he can any player can wake up. Nadal, Rafa, Nadal can wake up in the morning. Oh, I'm not gonna go with Moya tomorrow. Morning. You know? Yeah. He's he's leading. He's the one, he's, yeah. He's the one. Mm-hmm. And as a coach, you can be you can be very special, but I think to be very special, you have to believe that the player is number one. Yeah, no,
0: it keeps you humble, doesn't it? It keeps you grounded. You, you know, end of the day, yes, you're the coach and you're helping someone, but yeah, like yeah, you said it perfectly, the player's number one and, and you're number two. And so looking a little bit back at your playing career, but but thinking link it to coaching. So what lessons do you think you learned from a player and your playing days that you now bring into your coaching? Maybe good lessons
2: and bad lessons that you don't want your players to do. I think the bad things first that it keeps my head always that I don't want to do. Which is uh, finishing the match, the big matches. I, I was, I've always reached match balls with the top players, and the ones I won is not even close to the one I lost. Hmm. You know, and the top ten player, and uh, I know exactly what happened at that moment, because um, if uh, if you didn't pass it, you can't. If you didn't pass through this yourself, you can give it to them. Of course. You know what I mean? I passed it myself. Yeah. I was match ball up, and I know what it means to be in Australia. I match, match ball up against a top player, and you lose the match, and you, you lost second round or so, and you had to go. I had to come back, and the tournaments were not a lot like now. It was yeah. five or six tournaments a year. All the people fighting were seven tournaments a year, and we were all playing from. Number and the people on the top, uh, like the number twelve, is playing a twenty k tournament <laughs> at our day. So it, it was really tough. It our was really team tough, team. and it wasn't easy. It wasn't smooth like nowadays. Uh, I wish I have the, <laughs> <laughs> I have this uh, opportunities like now. But the the, the most lesson I've uh, I'm telling the players, my players is, even if you are match ball up in the world open. it's not enough Hmm. it's never enough I deserve it I'm gonna go I'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. it's not big Hmm. that's that's the lesson I've learned even uh, sorry that's powerful that's a powerful lesson to learn if if you're having a match ball against the one that you never expected to win you deserve this you're here you've reached the top of the mountain just do it uh, it's not. It's not big for me. I'm not excited. Mm. I deserve this. I worked hard to come to come here, training mm. and training and training. And actually, I was up for it during the match. I was mentally, mentally up for it during the match, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. So don't get back and change something or oh or scared or this. No, no, no. I just keep going. That's the biggest lesson I've learned. In uh, is to believe that you can do this. Why not me? Yeah. Why not me?
0: Yeah, coach, I want to do it that that belief is huge isn't it and, and that's as coaches I think that's the thing we're trying to also get our players is instill that belief but it's got to be a true belief not a fake belief like you can't wake up every morning and punch the air and say hey I'm going to be world champion today it's, it's got to come from training the environment from experience it's a whole recipe of things don't you think that gives a player
2: belief definitely I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about the example I give is I've worked and I'm here you know what I mean Exactly, and uh, and it's the vice versa. Mm-hmm. If I'm uh, if I'm two love down, if I'm match ball down, I will never know. Lo- you will never know. You will never know what's happening or, or what's gonna happen.
0: Mm.
2: Never, it's never expected. And I keep myself. Uh, you find the top player, which is 10-4 down, two love or ten four down, and he keep trying. And maybe if he lost 10, 11-6 or 7. Maybe for the next match. It's better than he lost lost 11-5. It's a big big difference between leaving the court and your opponent knows that he's going to beat you next time or you have something that's going to hurt him next time. Exactly. You you leave a
0: little bit of a mental scar on that opponent. You just leave a little bit on them and next time they just... I'm here. I'm here. Just saying I'm here. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So I'm curious to know what um, I like asking this question. But what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self? So you now, and if you could talk to yourself when you were 20 years old, what advice would you give yourself for life
2: and, and the playing of the tour? I, I should have taken uh, uh, more easy on my on my mantle. I should have taken it more easy. I has to see. Uh, I, I have to to adapt with losing better. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the losing, the losing knowledge properly. Okay. I didn't have the losing knowledge, what to do after losing and, uh, and how to learn from losing. It has to hurt me one and two and three times to change it. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Can you give some examples of, of how that happened when you were younger
0: then and how you didn't learn so quickly, you think?
2: Yes, I can give you, for example, uh, I go. I go in a tournament in New Zealand, and uh, I lose. Uh, it's, it's a three k or four k tournament, and I lose second. I lose quarter final, which is nothing. And you've done nothing, and you depress yourself. Go next day, train hard, and then you're so tense for the next tournament. So you're too desperate. So you lose again. Mm. I see. You know what I mean? No, I have to have. Confidence. uh, uh, I have. If I give myself an advice, I'm looking from another way. I've I've taken it easy, smile, meet people, Mm -hmm. and get on court with confidence. Do different. Do fun on court. I don't have to go. Ah, next day, do the routine that made me lost. You know what I mean.
0: I've been there myself a couple of times. I've, it's the classic, you know, when you lose a match and then you go do like 20 sets of 20 court sprints the next day as punishment and you you then do the drills. And I, I completely agree. Then the next tournament, you put all this extra pressure on yourself because exactly. you now like overly doing it, so that's that's great advice. That's uh, it's some of, I, I love mm. how much you thought about that before you said it as well. That's that's really really smart yeah. advice, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, I remember you playing like you were you were v- very passionate, very intense about what you did, and it was amazing. But I can then imagine that when you lost, it it was quite depressing as well. It
2: was it was it was hard on yourself mentally. Would you say that? Yes, it's hard on me, and I work. Um, I was proud of proud of myself. I actually i came uh, i came here with, from nowhere actually as well to catch to be the world number 30 or something like this i came from nowhere i i consider myself i had i didn't have so much things to do on court mm-hmm. as uh, as a talent or as an ideas i can see ideas now on court i can see uh, different things and when you coach you know what i mean yeah. uh I didn't have so much ideas i didn't have so much plans to do and i insisted to uh, to implement a ca- type of game to uh, on this uh... so i'm proud of how i think mm. after after my losses but if i can change something i would have changed this
0: mm. yeah <laughs> yes be From, bad, like yeah like and i'm always
2: and i'm always on the side of the people uh who, who created their own game nice you know what I mean? Who doesn't have only talent. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a I'm an Adal fan, not a Federer fan, for example. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm from this I'm from this area. The one who who have something small that make it so big. Mm. He doesn't have something so big that make it Brighter,
0: is I mean? Yeah, I so know yeah, you take yeah, I completely agree. You that's the 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 attitude of hard work, the ethic of you know, it's me against the world a little bit. You know, I've got something small here, but like you said, it's gonna grow into something really big.
2: Exactly. Like the journey of Nick Matthew always impressing me. Yeah. Always, always phenomenal. I've seen I've seen him playing against Rami, who has oh my god, these are totally different type of games. You know what I mean? Someone is playing a pace and hitting the ball high and trying to get the tee. The other guy is hitting everything everywhere so fast, no timing. And it's—I keep watching these games now up till now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I—I I don't believe how this guy created this own game that from one line and then he has this forehand volley that yeah. he has added and then he has this lob from the front that he has added, and then he stays in front of you, and then he's coming mentally strong to put you on the back back glass, and he's volleying. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know how how he has done this himself. I know. Yeah, I, 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 I'm lucky enough to to
0: spoke spoke to Nick a few times about this, and it is phenomenal. It, it the, the mindset of someone like that, yes. and he's probably the first to admit he wasn't the most talented, but he had this 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 work ethic and this attitude. I've got one thing, and I'm going to make that one thing the biggest thing I can. And and exactly,
2: yeah, it's amazing. Exactly, when you have you find the player. Uh, you find a player from uh, in Egypt, for example you have a junior that he has so much talent, direct skills is amazing uh, are amazing and everything and he moves smooth and so good and for example, he plays with another guy that he plays good drives mm. and the other guy beats him just nullifies, yeah <laughs> that's it, Resets. Um, I'm, I'm having two shots with good with, with, with good movement yeah. and I can break you. That's it. <laughs> you make what you have. Like it happened with me, for with me. Uh, it happened like Gawad when I coached him, he, he's always super talented. He always read the game so properly and he know what's happening. He's aware with his opponent, where is he and where I am and the things that you teach for the kids. I found him this and he wasn't playing the forehand side as much as the backhand side, as usual, but it wasn't deep enough. Yeah. And he always tell me, oh, I'm too good here. And we, when we play, after we finish, when we play alley games here and there, on the two sides, he tell me, I beat you here. He never get, he never tell me anything about the forehand. Yeah. I beat you here. I beat you on the backhand. I, okay, let's try to play in the forehand. And I insisted to make the forehand deeper. He told, I told him, where do we win? He told me in the backhand. Mm. I told him, so... If you make this back, the back corner of the forehand deeper, you're going to win triple the, the amount of points that you're going to win here. Yeah. He doesn't believe in at the beginning. And that was a key. He kept, he had a good timing on this and it went through so deep inside. Mm-hmm. And he told me, oh, I'm winning here more now. So how to improve what you have and make it perfect. Yeah. And what you don't have, just make it good. I better. See. Yeah. Just make it better. You don't have to just a little bit every day improve it Mm -hmm. and the other thing make it so flexible very good build up there and finish there you know what I mean
0: yeah,
2: yeah. So you, you, you're speaking
0: some really good stuff here. And the people that are listening, I think are going to absorb this really good. But I've got one more question to you before we go, because you've been really kind with your time. But so in closing, give, give me some names. Give me some names of people on the in the future that we need to look out for, some players you're working with, people we might not know yet. So have you got any names to say now? Because it'll be good to look in maybe two or three years. It doesn't have to be my players, all right? Because okay. I'm not, I don't coach
2: juniors any anymore. Okay, but definitely, uh, we have uh, we have a girl, two girls, or three, ah, oh, three or four girls that are amazing. Amina Orfi is is pretty good. Mm-hmm. She won the British Open, I think, two times up till now. Uh, Fairos is another girl from Alexandria. She's so good. We have uh, Salma Elsheikh. She's so good from Wadi Degla. Mm. Uh, we have uh Malak Amr from Wadi Degla as well she's amazing uh regarding the boys I've, i would say Karim El tork is a guy is a good is a good guy top guy in, in the juniors and uh, he has a competitor which is called Midu Nasser they play battles now every now and then <laughs> <laughs> they are following the strategy of the big guys oh, really every, yeah I'm finals awesome. and finals and finals yeah. and another guy called Shika there's playing finals with them as well yeah uh i hope uh, i hope some of these kids uh i always say these kids the all of most of them they travel to the usa for the big uh universities now yeah okay. after what Ali, after what ali is done everybody wants to do so hmm. uh yeah. nooran as well Noran is an engineer and she's top player so the kids believe that they can study and come back to squash yeah i would say it's risky <laughs> yeah Very risky.
0: It, yeah, because it works for some people other people it might not
2: work exactly so. and what you want to do you have to do mm-hmm. it doesn't have you, you don't have to take everything yeah. you know what i mean some people want to take everything or try to take everything but if they have the passion it's uh, it's just choose the the path. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's for the juniors. Yeah. For the seniors, uh, for the seniors, I think uh, I'm coaching a guy who's Yusuf Ibrahim. I think you yeah. know, you know, about him. He's already uh, there. Doing very well trying trying to get up. Um, Asal is doing great, mm-hmm. uh, and they're so young. Asal is nine to twenty, Asal? and Yusuf is twenty-one or twenty-two or something like this. Are you working with Asal at the moment? No, 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 I don't. Nope. I told you, and these kids, I've, I've told you, I'm, I'm not working with them, nope. I told you. It doesn't have to be people who work of course, <laughs> of course, Of course, of course.
0: listen, you probably could run down that list and we could spend 20 minutes. I'm sure there's some players that after this conversation, you might go, oh, I forgot about that player. But listen, Egyptian squash looks, it's been in a great place for many years. Um, you're doing a flipping wonderful job of it. So mate, I really admire what you're doing. Um, Look, we've covered so much ground here tonight, but these have all been my questions. Is there is there anything you want to add or, or add to the, the conversation? Or it's you. Up- yes, I
2: wanna I wanna say some some stuff to the juniors. Okay, uh, especially uh, not only in Egypt, everywhere. Like uh, it takes a lot of time to go there. It's uh, it's not about not only the talent, because in Egypt you have so many talents, and uh, to see these top players. Imagine how many of them drops, how many that drops to get this. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the talent is not to hit a super nick. The talent is to hit like ten shots the same way at, at a good timing, at a good and a proper, uh, and a, use it properly on the game. That's the talent. The talent is to to play the same shot, the same good shot, not perfect shot, a lot of time, not one shot, mm-hmm. not one super shot. It's not a short maker. That's that's my opinion. Here, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, I want to say another thing is uh, to have an idol is nice, it's very nice, but uh, but uh, but to work hard is more important. Mm-hmm. To work hard in a proper way is more important for for these kids, and uh, for um, for the rest of the world apart from uh, from Egypt. Uh, the problem is, it's getting, we are getting better. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big fan of this, <laughs> but because I want squash to be bigger and when really? so, squash get bigger, mm. it has to be, it has to be it's everywhere. Global.
0: It's got to go global. It has now. to be
2: everywhere. Mm. Like, if you, if you put me as a president of the WSF or as a president of the PSA, my, one, my first target to have two players from each country.
0: I see two professional
2: players from each country. Okay, good. I like that. Good. For that us. that would be my my first and last target. My first <laughs> and last mission. Yeah, like two players from each country, guys. Mm. It's it's easy. <laughs> it should,
0: be, yeah. should be easy. It should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, no. That that's some really really good ways to think about it. And yeah, just just to comment on, on the last thing about juniors and 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 the work ethic, I, I definitely think um, you know what people deem as talent is what they see rolling nicks and amazing shots. But I think what you're trying to say there is talent is in, in the work ethic and, and the ability to stick at that task and be consistent. Is that
2: close to what you're saying there? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how to play like 10 good drives. Like Shabana, mm-hmm. for example, when he was young, he was hitting nicks like crazy. He was talented. But he wasn't Amr Shabana. He yeah. wasn't world number one for three years. Mm. When he hit the lines ten times in a row, mm. faster than you, more accurate than you, his opponent, mm. earlier than his opponent in the point, that's a talent. Nice. Yeah. That's, that, that's the talent to read the game. That's the talent to know what's happening next. That's the talent. Rami mm. Rami was one of the best shot makers in the world, right? I see the biggest advantage of Rami's game is not attacking. He was defensive crazy. Mm, true. He was an amazing defensive player as well. Example, but people don't see this. People see the nice shot. You know what I mean? Mm. That's the talent, It's to balance between both. You know, and he used it and he got this talent and he knows. He knows I can balance between the, the attacking and defensing. Mm. I can have to hit some good lines and he was. At some point, he was playing amazing backhand drives, you know, that gives him the chances. So the talent is not all oh, a soft drop shot from the back corner. of this. That's what I'm working with, with, with Mazin, for example. Mazin is an amazing shot maker, Yeah, but we're making the basics so more solid and, and yeah. having this this consistency more accurate. Yeah. Listen, Omar, you, you're saying some very, very wise words
0: there. This has been such a brilliant conversation. I've loved it too. thank Bert. you thank so you. much. So much fun, man! It's look catching up after all these years is great. I, I wish you all the best at Zed Academy. I think you're going to do wonderful things there. Your players look like they're in really good hands with yourself. You know, you you you're a good thinker. You're putting in some good messages. Thank and you if, so like, much. I'd love to do this again in some some time as well. Maybe like we can just, do it again. I'd love. I, to
2: I would it. love to every now and then. I'm I'm so happy. Perfect. Mate, Thank listen, you so much, and, much and good job. Here. And I'm happy that uh, a caliber, a good squash caliber from our uh, sports, is trying to uh, to do something different, to do to, to to deliver to the people how the top players or how the top coaches are thinking, or the way of thinking. Uh, and you're smart that uh, you know that all comes from here thank you mate that's
0: really yeah. kind of you to say very kind and listen love it to bits let's keep in touch and we'll put well i'll look for you at the yes. next
2: few tournaments thank you so much thank you so much Cheers, see you see you bye have a good night presence process
0: persistence the essence of squash mind have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row